Welcome to Boca de Gallo, the spiciest anime podcast on do, the internet. Do, do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that? Well, everyone, that was not in fact the sound of the ice cream truck coming. That was my <laughs> that was my co-partner. 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 Urkel. Hi. And, and as you can tell by that glorious intro, we are doing Steins Gate. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Steins Gate is a show that's kind of been in the periphery of my existence for a while. It's 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 one of those that I've like heard about, I've heard the name of, mm-hmm. that that kind of thing. I've seen it fucking drifting around when I I pretty much I, I do check my anime list a lot for like ratings for these for our shows. So I I kept seeing it and I knew that it was time travely, but mm. I was like, eh, maybe not. Doesn't yeah, it's not my my cup of Joe. Yeah, but, like, uh, the basic premise does not seem like something I would be super into anyway. Very much so, and God could I have not been more wrong. Oh, boy. Boy, how yes. Holy crap. Let me take a preparatory sip of whiskey. Yeah, only sipping that whiskey. Don't forget to follow us on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter. Ooh, starting the show with that this time. Yeah, yeah, I'm switching it up, because if you put yeah. it at the end, people are like... Oh, they're done reviewing. They're talking about social media. I guess I'll click off. This is I mean, all that's what I do. Strategy. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do. On it. That's why most of the podcasts I know, they're all like, we got to talk about our sponsors, like right in the middle of the show. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no. God, maybe we'll be cool enough to have someone want to pay us money to talk about the product someday. Wouldn't that be goddamn oh, no. magical? Where's we my Crunchyroll sponsorship? Straight up. Also, we had like a listener from Ukraine okay. pop up on our fucking okay. SoundCloud. Ukraine. England, I think one Israeli, and then like All a right. bunch of people from Chi Town. So fuck yeah, I'm a Chi Town people. All right, I'm I'm glad to see it's it's reaching all over Big the place. Big windy city. I'll be heading down there mid August actually. Oh to yeah. Go see Cox and Crendor live. They're, oh they're, sweet. They're doing a live show, and I'm bringing I'm, I'm bringing my fiance down. Dude, that sounds We're like a go great big time. party. Yeah. That's awesome. I've never been to Chicago. I've been to like, I've traveled all these. How? I know, right? Like I've it's traveled like the to all nearest these big destinations. I know, like I've been on all these trips to all these cities because all the music stuff that I do. But like I've just never had a reason to go to Chicago. Weirdly enough. Yeah, yeah. Because last time you went on the big trip, it was to New York, right? Yeah, the last the last time I traveled with the acapella group, it was out to New York uh, to compete out there. And the last time I went on tour, the farthest east we went was Indianapolis. Shit. Uh, so, like, we were getting there. Like, yeah. it was very close, but, like, not not quite. Someday, though, the Chicago, I'll be there. That's cool, man. No, it's a it's a great city. I'm not... A, I, I'm pretty lukewarm on their pizza. Yeah. Yep, not a big deep dish guy. No, because I'm, I'm just going to state this right now, actually. Despite the fact that apparently the majority of our listeners are from Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> yeah. It's a casserole. It's not a pizza. It's absolutely a casserole. It's, it, a, it's a casserole with pie crust. It's not a bad casserole. No. But it's not, not pizza. pizza. You don't put the marinara sauce on the top. You That's don't. Just, nobody it, does It's essentially not, not what pizza is. Absolutely. Yeah. Glad we're on the same page yeah. there. In our nice little echo chamber. Yes. Don't at me. Actually, specifically at me. Yeah. I think that boosts our, our, our yeah. ratings. Make sure to make sure to tweet at Boca de Gallo when you angrily talk about yeah. how we we uh, specifically do that. We talk and, shit about and you know what show us what will you know what will really show us what if they if they drop a follow on our mm. on our Facebook that'll really show me that uh 
Dude, anybody who follows us fully supports uh, Deep Dish Pizza. That is true. And also the ones that don't, too. Yeah. It, it goes both ways. It's yeah. both ways. Just... <laughs> it depends on how you feel. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. really hate Deep Dish Whatever pizza, you stand for, liking like... us approves of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's... We... That, that's a dangerous <laughs> statement to make. Yeah. That's Ooh, risky territory. Maybe not. <laughs> All right. So... Should we jump into some show information? Yeah, let's talk about this magical, mystical journey. Absolutely. So, as usual, I have my basic Wikipedia search for some oh, yeah. low-tier information about this show. <laughs> low-tier information? Yeah, I don't know if I can, like, it's Wikipedia, so someone could have been like, this is made by, by like, Penis McDickface. And I, would have just, like, <laughs> I would have been like, God, God bless, He's now it's it. on Book of the Guy, yeah, Penis McDickface. It's a fact now. Get, we said it. Wikipedia said it. All right, so as we said, show is Steins Gate. Uh, studio White Fox. White Fox. They're the ones that made ReZero, Starting Life in Another World from Zero. One of my Yeah, you've talked about fa- that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A fucking incredible isekai, also known as Suffering Simulator, like 2018 or 17 or something like that. It, like, it like systematically takes this takes this guy with no special powers, chucks him into a fantasy world, and then just, like, bit by bit breaks down his mental sanity by just killing him and his friends over and over and over again. Mm. Yeah. Yes, good, twice. Yep. Uh, they made The Devil's a Part-Timer. I've also heard of that, but yep. not seen it. Agame Ga Kill and Goblin Slayer. I actually just talked, just last night, talked to a guy about uh, Agame Ga yeah. Uh, one of the guys I, I work with told me that he's just crazy about that show. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's a popular I heard, one. I heard good things. And then so. Goblin Slayer, of course, got a lot oh. of fame in this in, in this past season for like showing a straight up rape in the in, in the first episode. One of the main characters goes into a the, the main party goes into a dungeon and the goblins like kill some of them and rape one of the girls. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that's why people started talking about Goblin Slayer. Yeah, yeah, because it had just like a super controversial, shocking first episode. Yeah, I've actually seen it myself, so it's like I know that rape is at least strongly implied. I don't know if they, I don't know if he actually rapes her, but like it's definitely clear that like that at least there is a goblin who's going to rape her, and yes. I think that he actually succeeds. And oh, you know, yeah, no, pretty fucked up. Well, that's a hard opening there. Also, oh my god, so, I, I also wrote this down as an aside, I'm, we have to do this show on Boku de Gaio. They're coming out with a show in, in this, this October 2019 called the, uh, I think the show is called The Hero is Overpowered but Overly Cautious. <laughs> That's the name of the show! What? It's a show called The Hero is Overpowered but Overly Cautious, and I'm like... I have to watch it. I mean, I have to know now. Yeah, at least. exactly. All right. Oh my god, sounds fucking bomb.com. So, anyways, Steinsgate came out April sixth, twenty eleven, and aired through September fourteenth, twenty eleven. So, like, as growing, I don't know, like eight years ago. That, that's like the first anime we've watched. Where, like, you've told me the airing dates and I haven't been like, whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Like, this show this actually, yeah, it looks like it came out in 2011. Yeah, it used a lot of, it looks like it used a lot of modern animation techniques. Mm-hmm. It's 
it's an animation isn't perfect all the way through, but it's like, but it, it looks really gorgeous as, as a show. I love what they do with color oh, and, yeah. and stuff, and but I'll go into that later. So, this show follows a big old group of nerds who run a thing called the Future Gadget Lab, ran by uh, Re- by a uh, Rintaro Okabe. O- Okabe, Okabe, yeah, Rintaro Okabe, who is self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed mad scientist, and who, you know, r- who really plays into, like, this shitty, stupid cloak-and-dagger routine, like, pretending to talk into his phone and to, like, other agents of the lab, and saying that this big, shadowy organization is always after them and is constantly going, and, and he hangs out with a couple of, with a couple other people. Uh, Daru, who's this, like... B- Kind of chubby computer hacker. The the guy. quintessential otaku. Yeah, is that the is yeah, that the yeah. word? Yeah, o, o, yeah, otaku. Super <laughs> and yeah, kind, kind kind of a big old perv. Never seen titties in his life. IRL. Nope. And just like lots of anime ones. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Lots of anime ones. I don't know. And then uh, finally, a character who's very near and dear to Mister Urkel's heart. Uh. Mayuri Shina, who is, who who's a little bit of a ditzy airhead, a l- little bit out there, but is just the most wholesome, precious person, the most adorable <laughs> character in any anime, and you can me actually every single me. day of my life. <laughs> you could add me till the day I die, and I will not. Oh my god, I will not. <laughs> I will falter not, in I my will defense. Die on hill. I absolutely will. <laughs> Urkel actually texted me and was like, "Dude, I found the best girl. I found, <laughs> she's just the best girl." Before this, my best girl was, and people are gonna be like, "How's your best girl?" If you can't remember her name, and I'm gonna be like, "Cause I suck at names." But she's I'm just really my playing my, ahead of the crowd. Yeah, there, buddy. yeah. No, I okay. know. I know. <laughs> you doth protest too much. <laughs> um, but Mitten, Mitten's girl from from fucking uh, Dead Man Wonderland. I always forget her name, but her. She was best girl, and now Mayuri is un... She's just best girl. Yeah. So it all starts on when these two go to a science conference that were just some... Some guy rolled into town, grabbed grabbed a classroom at the high school, and is just like giving a lecture on on his paper that he wrote. Yep. And Mayuri is obviously just along because she like because she wants to hang out with Okabe, her friend, and uh, and Okabe wants to go there because it's because it's a, apparently a thesis claiming that time travel is possible, and so they show Ooh. up. Oh yeah. So they show up, and uh, and it was in this talk, and Okabe. Fucking puts the speaker on blast. Is like this just, is bullshit. Just completely. You saw the shit on the internet. You just copy pasted, and like just stands up and calls this dude out in the middle of his conference. In I believe he uses, "Do you take us for babes in the wilderness?" Yes. <laughs> like l- l- like some real cringy old timey shit. Oh yeah, and that's just the way he talks. Like, exactly. All the time he's. But we're still at the point where we're still like. Who the hell is this? Yeah. Like, like, like incel no friend nerd. <laughs> like, like fuck all the way off. And oh, yeah. and did you notice that have the start that like 
I really didn't like Okabe as a character. I was just cringing at everything he said. It just feels awful he, to watch him do anything exactly, at the start. Just like, just be normal. Yeah, please, God. Like, just be normal for two fucking seconds. <laughs> but, like, so, so he goes on blast, and then he gets pulled out by this red-haired chick who is my personal best girl. We had a we had a battle of the oh. best girls this time, and I'm sure we will yeah. get into that later. That's but uh, her name is Makise Kurisu, and she is like a fucking ridiculously intelligent uh, physicist. And she, uh, genius wrote, got published at 18. You uh, worked for big labs across the country. And she's like, yo, why were you talking to me before? And he was like, I wasn't talking to you before. Who the hell is this crazy bitch? And so he runs off and later uh, hears a scream and then finds her in a, in a, in a broom cupboard yes. in, a, in a pool of blood. And he's like, as most of us would, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? Whoa! Yeah. So. And so he, oh, go. So, so she's, uh, no, I was just going to say something about your usage of the word broom closet, because I haven't heard that word in a long time. Oh. I would have just said closet, but <laughs> hey, no, no, please hey, continue. No, please, let's stop the podcast. <laughs> to fucking stop talk the about presses. The... This man said broom closet. Yeah, thank you. Tweet at us, please, hashtag broom closet, just for Urkel. Yes. <laughs> if so. you use broom closet, hashtag. So, he runs outside and in a panic, instead of calling 911, he, he, uh, he, he texts text, Daru. Texts his friend, as anyone would. And, you know. and, and is like, I just saw her dead in, in a broom cupboard. And then suddenly the entire world goes like, like shimmers around him and everyone disappears. And he's like, what the hell is happening? And everything gets crazy. And, and then he pops back into, into the lab and... Through a series of questions and such, he finds out that the text message that he sent traveled back in time by two weeks. And and he sees that Kurusu is still alive. And so he freaks out like, whoa, who the hell are you? Are you a zombie now? How are you alive? Yeah, exactly. So he finds out that his text message somehow got sent back two weeks in time. And he finds out that this microwave that they invented, uh, the, the microwave with a bunch of extra circuitry, that you plug a phone into. And the idea of it is that you can text a phone number and start your microwave and cook your food, which is a shitty invention, but they're the future gadget lab, and, they, and, and their whole goal is trying to make cool gadgets. And so mm -hmm. I guess you stick in your frozen dinner at the start of the day, let it completely dethaw and go rancid, and then you text, text it. Text it on your, on your walk home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it'll kill some of the E. coli that have gotten inside of it by now. 10 out of 10, guys. Oh, best best invention. And, the, and they've actually invented a time travel machine where they can send text messages back in time. And so they start experimenting with it, and and uh, eventually Kurosu joins the lab as well as another cast of characters, and they start to uh, try to really fuck around with like what this thing can do. And eventually they find out that CERN, uh, spelled... S-E-R-N in this show to not implicate real companies Is CERN the way world, world spelt with a C? Yes. Mm. Yes. They're well, the one called Kern, man. 
because it's French. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. It's, it's, it's CERN. Not gonna no. lie, I thought CERN was, like, Swedish or something. Um, I think their headquarters is in France. They might have built the LHC in Sweden, but I don't actually know that. Somewhere in Scandinavia, yeah. maybe. Anyway. But, but, but you know about CERN, right? Yeah. They built, like, the giant fucking the, tube where they smash it into yeah, each other. Yeah, and everybody's like, it's gonna make a black hole, black hole. And then CERN is like, are you a scientist? And everybody on Reddit is like, no. no. And then they're like, well, cool. Shut up. <laughs> exactly. So they find out that actually it does make black holes. Yes. In the show, it does make black holes. It does holes. actually make black holes. And, and they use this to kind of facilitate time travel. And so through a bunch of sequences and stuff, they find out that CERN is actually attempting to take over the world via time travel, like rewrite history so that they're the supreme power. And uh, and it, and then eventually, because they have time travel, CERN comes in to steals, steal it and fucking caps Urkel's girl. Kiss mm, Mayuri. After they're betrayed by the girl whose name I can't remember, but she just goes by code name Shining Fingers. Yeah. She's, like, when you meet her, she's, like, super quiet and super awkward, and the only way she communicates is through text message. Like, she gives, um, uh, she gives the main character her number, and then just communicates with him solely through text message, even if they're, like, right in front of each other. Uh, and then it turns yep. out she's working for CERN and yep. comes in and just murders Mayuri. And yeah. this happens right after they discover a, a a device that they call the phone wave, which mm-hmm. is a headset that they put on where they can compress via CERN's ability to generate miniature black holes. They basically take a human's memory, Makise Kurosu invents this, from the past 48 hours. They basically just like read a full brain scan of the person, compress, uh, compress that data into, like, a couple kilobytes via a black hole, which, God, it, I want to replace Win, WinRAR archive thing <laughs> with, with just fucking black, black hole unzipper. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Un-black hole. I, I, I would never pay for that and either. No. Because you, know, you never I, pay for WinRAR. Why would you ever pay for WinRAR? <laughs> Even though your free trial is constantly expired. If your free trial expired, then, like, why does it still work? Yeah, God, it's, the button still pushes, uh, yeah, so I keep I on mean, zipping. <laughs> so, so, they, uh, so they invent that. They decide to just, like, go public. And uh, just, like, because they're in over their heads. They found out that CERN has been trying to send people back in time and fucking killing them by accident. Like, whoops. really jellifying them. Just turns them into goop. Yep, and so they're like, let's go public, and that, and then that night, Shining Fingers comes in with a group of rounders and caps the girl, because she is the extra one, mm-hmm. and then, so, so Okabe, or, what the hell is his name? Hoin Kyoma! Yeah. Hoin Kyoma! Which is his uh, super stealth code name. Yes. Uh, goes and slaps on, slaps on the, uh... The phone wave, it says so, backed up 48 hours, and thus begins the cycle of him attempting to save uh, Mayuri's life, and then failing each and every time, no matter what happens. It is just a series of episodes. The first one in particular is rough, where it is just... It just fucking ends. 
Oh, well, yeah, the first one's rough because she just gets shot in the face and then it's just done. That's the end of the episode. It's like, what? Oh, I'm not okay. And then for the whole next episode, it's him going back in time, like sending his memories back in time and trying to save Mayuri. So it's just like a whole bunch more clips of her dying in different ways. And I'm just like... There was a point where I'm like texting, I was texting Michael, and I'm just like, I don't think I can handle much more of this. <laughs> I've, I love this character so much, and I've watched her die like seven times now. Exactly. Like, I can't do it anymore. So, they eventually figure out that her death is a fixed point in time. That it, like, whatever happens at that time, she always dies, no matter how many times you go back. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't change anything big inside of the world, no matter what you do, it can't. Nothing fucking changes. I wrote down. Uh, when she first died, in all caps, they did not just kill Baba Girl. What the actual <laughs> fuck, sir? What the actual fuck, sir? And then yeah, basically season two is him going, uh, figuring out that no matter how many times he goes back, he cannot save her. But then eventually discovering that. All of the uh, messages they sent back with the uh, with the microwave called D mails. Yeah. If they undo those, they actually can. Well, he figures out that he can that Mayuri dies later on in time. So they figured out that they have to go back and undo all the D mails in order to save her life. And the the reason that it d- uh, delays her death is because. CERN is like watching yes. for uh, watching for people to develop their own time machine mumbo jumbo. So th- him like actively him and his group of people actively uh, using their time machine is like giving CERN more opportunity to notice them and then come and try to take the time machine. So as he undoes the the emails, it uh, like kind of delays when CERN would have discovered them having a time machine. Yeah. Now, so they eventually all do. They undo yeah, all the emails. They undo all the emails. And then oh, almost all the emails, except Hoin Kiyoma mm-hmm. realizes that if they undo the last email, then they switch back to the Alpha World line, which is the one they were originally on, in which Kurisu who he's now fallen in love and smooched multiple times. Well, I guess he hasn't smooched her yet, but who he's fallen in love with w- will, will die. Yeah. So he's like... Because if they, if they go back and undo all of the, all of the, the D-mails, then uh, you get back to just the way the first episode was with her dead in a broom closet. Dead in a broom closet. Yeah. So, he, so he goes, I, I can't do it, and uh, Kurisu, after thinking, and then in a fucking... Boss ass bitch, alpha female move goes. Do it anyways. Yep. Save her. Not me. And so they make out. And he undoes the text message right as she runs in and says, "I love you," and <laughs> reverts, and she's dead. Very dead. Mucho dead. Oh my god. El dediente. Yeah. El dediente. <laughs> Oh. So, 
Oh, sorry I'm not laughing too much, but this show is fucking, like, close it's to my heart. It's just emotion city. Oh, my God. The but also time. hilarious at points, yeah? Yeah. Like, it, it, you just, care so much about all these that's characters. That's the thing. You care. I cared so much. And I just want everyone to be happy and live and not die. And, oh, my God. It's like what I felt in Your Lie in April, only without... No, only like I related with the only I, I liked these characters so much more honestly I liked the group dynamic but I did but when but when Kyori Kyogre what the fuck was her name like main violin bitch from from your line April Kyogre thank you Oracle for getting a text Dang, in the middle of our podcast I just fucking silenced you oh Jesus Chucked his phone. Yes. Okay. I forgot I had my laptop. I'm gonna go with Kyogre, the legendary water Pokemon. Yes, Kyogre. So when Kyogre dies, I really didn't care. I just cared when because her effect on Shinji. Shinji. On Shinji, I was like, oh god, it's gonna fuck him up now. But like, I had almost no attachment to her. Yeah. When when Mayuri dies. Oh my god, I was like, no, 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 no. So, I, mm, I was not okay for and then like when, a while. And then they got back and they figured out that Curtis was going to die, which Urkel figured out like the minute they he figured out that they're about to, uh, that they've undo the D-mails. I forgot until the actual point where they were, where they reminded. Oh, and I was like, Oh, I had so many episodes to my, prepare myself. And, and and she was my, like, best girl. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. It's happening right now. Yeah. Oh, and so that, that fucked me right up. And I, like, I literally could not choose. I was like, just do it cause for my area because she's better. Like, it's how I'd normally say it. But I literally was like... I don't want either to die. Yeah. Legitimately don't want either to die. And I know we uh, we gave Neon Genesis Evangelion a bunch of shit for at the end of that show. Yeah, yeah. They did the, I'm going to choose both. Darker than, like, bl- darker than was Black. Was that Darker than Black? Oh, in, yeah. In yeah, 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 yeah. That was, uh, it was... Well, um, well, when Hay did that, like, do you want the con... Do you want just the contractors to live or the humans to live? I want both, both. to live. And, and then he like, got horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> because he can suddenly use molecular transmutation. Like he's fucking Alphonse Elric. <laughs> good, good reference, good Thank reference. Isn't uh, that good? It's full of like the most popular show of all time. I mean, I've never seen it. I've seen like a couple episodes. We, we, we might do Brotherhood, but it's a little long. It is really point. long. Yeah. Yeah. So, same with fucking JoJo's that you keep trying to get me to oh, watch. Dude, way just, too long for this format. You just got yeah. <laughs> we could do it. We could do it's it. It's like it's like six seasons. We could do it part by part. What, what like a half a year devoted to JoJo's we Bizarre just Adventure? Do it every once in a while. <laughs> Fine, I'll do my own episode on all of JoJo. You can! In fact... <laughs> That'd be fun. That is, in fact, the power that you have oh. as a podcaster on this fucking channel. Make sure to aggressively add us to do JoJo so Michael has to watch all six seasons. Uh, nope. <laughs> I don't like the show. You're entitled to your own opinion. This is Even a... if those opinions are wrong, yeah, yeah right, cool. I'm... Sounds good. Oh, I didn't... 
didn't say that. You said that. Suck my left nut. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Um, so he eventually, so he goes, sounds, so he goes, I'm, I'm sorry, Kurosu, but I have to, so he lets her fucking die. And then uh, a time traveler from the future who is Daru's daughter comes back and is like, let, I gotta tell you, we can save Kurosu because if we don't, we got World War Three on our hands and we lose like 5.4 billion people. Yep. Die. So then starts arc three of the anime, which is hashtag save Kurosu. He tries once, fails, and then Mayuri fucking reels back and gives him five across the face. <laughs> Just gets him good. Just fucking bitch slaps Because, I mean, like, after he's seen Mayuri die, like... Ad infinitum. Yeah, just so many times. Uh, and now... He, and then he directly stabs Kurosu. Yeah, he, like, goes at the person that's gonna kill Kurosu. And Her then, dad, which yeah, is fucked up. Yeah, and he dodges, and he, uh, and, uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, the main character just stabs the shit out of her. Okabe. Uh, Okabe just stabbed just right in the gut. And the look on Urkel's face. Oh, dude, I was not prepared. It was complete like that that painting of the, the, the weird alien looking dude the on the bridge. Scream? Yeah. Just like the fucking face ah! distortion with the hands on the side of your face. Yeah, just like crawled into his shirt. Yeah, the shirt was up over the beard and face. And oh I God. was like, I can't, I can't deal. And uh, so he comes back and he's like, I can't save her. It's another fixed point in time. I can't, I can't, I just can't fix it. And then Myri fucking goes, BAP! And goes, no, we can fix this. And Okabe's like, how? And then John Teeter, what the fuck is her name? Part-time girl. Yeah, part-time girl. Hashtag part-time warrior. I don't know. Well, yeah. well, her, her lab name was part-time warrior. Ah, gotcha. And so, part-time girl, time traveler bitch, is like, look, I'm sorry I didn't go through that, but actually, your future self told me that you had to go back and fail once. And then, uh, and then this phone message unlocks. And so, this message that he got at the start of this, episode one, goes from a blurry image to, to, a pic, to him saying, I see you've come this far, old friend. I see, we must save Kurosu for the good of the world. <laughs> Uh, and, and what turns out what he has to do is he has to go like a little bit of a little bit of cliche time traveler logic mm. in that like he has to change events without letting his old self see that events got changed. Yep. So he has to experience the events in the exact same way because that leads him to doing the time travel shit, which leads him to meeting Kurosu, which leads him to saving her no life way. in the first place. Yep. So like too much rides on the fact that he sees her dead. So, so in the end, he still has to see her dead. So, basically, his original plan is that he pulls out future gadget number one, which was a glow stick with a bunch of fake blood in the in the tip, and uh, and so he's gonna blast the fake blood everywhere, tase the fuck out of his girlfriend, and then, and then, uh, pass off comes in, sees blood, sees passed out girl, life goes on, and then he finds out as he's in there that. Logically, as he has not used it in like literal years, the fake blood has dried up, <laughs> Very which much was so. the most fucking realistic yeah. shit I've ever. I run was across. like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly that, how that yes, works. That in fact is how that happens. So he's like, uh, the fuck, wait, I know where I can get some blood, 
and then he just, gets like, looks and at then his he hands gets Nakabachi to stab him in the stomach. I guess not in the stomach because he would have died, but I guess he Nakabachi just stab him in the gut, in the guts area, with a fucking uh, with his pocket knife, and there's blood everywhere. And then Nakabachi runs off like a little bitch, and he, and then uh, he tases he lovingly tases Kurasu, and then and then goes four finger stab into his own gut just wound, shoves his hand to get into enough his blood gut, to make it look realistic, and then bleeds all over his girlfriend. Oh my fucking god! The computer charger just gain a mind of its own and pop right out. In fact, I stepped on it and pulled it out. Oh, okay. I liked the sentient f- computer charger more. Yeah, let's but, go with that. Yeah. Then uh, and then there's a real like your name moment at the end where they run across each other and Kurosu's like, "Who are you?" And then he calls her his assistant. She's like, I'm not your assistant. Wait, what the hell is that from? And it implies that they're going to get back together and heart. Yep. Because we, and we just know. bonerate. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Every day, all day, twice on Real Sundays. Real science boning. Yes. For, for research purposes. El Concro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Big hearts. Yeah. Um, but it was, in, uh, it was implied and kind of shown in some of the bits before that point that people were starting to remember events from other world lines. Yes, that was the other big thing. Reading Steiner. Oh, yeah. Curse... Curse Yep. my phone? Oh, yeah, I threw it because I was angry. Uh, <laughs> Curse Sue, he's, he's the only one that retains memories when, when like, a world line shifts. So, like, he sees Mayuri die, and then he goes back, and he's like... Guys, do you not remember Mayuri dying? And they're all like, not in the slightest. Uh, so like, he he retains all of his memories as he moves across world lines, but nobody else does. Um, and then later on, uh, there's a point where you find out that characters are starting to remember bits from other world lines. Um, like, uh, there's a part where. Uh, Mayuri goes out to her grandmother's grave uh, and it's very, very sad. It makes me all teary-eyed and such uh, when she's talking to her dead uh, grandma. And she talks about how she remembers, like, she's like, I keep having these nightmares. And she keeps, she just lists off all the times that she's died. uh, And she just thinks they're just memory, or they're they're just dreams. Uh, But, uh, yeah, no. She just was kind of remembering the fact that she died a bunch. Uh, but yeah, so he's got this fancy power that lets him remember when he moved yep. across world lines. And then uh, I, I just realized that I actually lied to Urkel. The, uh, there is, in fact, a Steins Gate movie. Gasp. But, it, but I, I stopped him when it was like 1.30, saying that, it was the, saying that the part where he's in America is the movie. That's actually the OVA. The movie Ooh. is completely different. Gotcha. And so basically what happens inside the OVA is that they go to America to meet up with Kurosu because she's American. Mm. And they chill in LA and then basically they, him and Kurosu fall in love again. As basically them coming to grips and then them starting as a couple again. Oh. Yeah. So basically it ties up all the loose ends. And then we actually meet uh, Daru's future wife. Oh yeah? Yeah. It's no one we know. Aww. But it just looks exactly like his daughter. Like a fucking carbon copy. Oh? Yeah. Ooh. It's a little creepy. <laughs> I mean, I guess that would make 
sense. I thought it was gonna be like Mayuri or something. Yeah, just something really cute. Just like Kurasu, or I guess not Kurasu. Yeah. She, she's Okabe's, but like, oh no, somebody. Yeah. So, initial thoughts, man. What do you think of this show? Like Start going out, in versus like. Yeah. So I went into it not really. Well, I knew that it was your favorite show. I I, it, I became my favorite. After watching, I I fucking I, I bought the Blu-ray disc set and then I marathoned it and I came out and I texted Urkel, "This is the best show I've ever watched." Yeah, <laughs> no, like I came into it knowing you had uh, good feelings about it, so. And as far as anime goes, I'm gonna claim that I typically have decent taste. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so coming into it, much like you, I didn't really like uh, Kurosu. Uh, from the start. You mean Okabe? Uh, Okabe. Not Kurosu. The, the, the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okabe. I did not enjoy Okabe from the start. Um, uh, and then it took a while for him to grow on me. So, uh, you know, I I don't really need, like, a, an amazing main character to lean on because I just, I'm a big ensemble cast guy. I like, you know animes that have a lot of characters for you to care about rather than just like one like here's your guy he's really developed you better like him or like you don't have many other characters to enjoy um so it was it it was all right but i like wasn't super into it at, at first it was really like almost the first half i was like this is cool we're developing characters I like these characters, but it's moving. It was moving a little slow for me. Yeah. Uh, at the start, uh, like all these people are cool, and it was like, now they're talking about CERN, and I'm like, that's kind of interesting that there like is something, some like organization out there that's, um, that's like f- full on doing time travel. I was like, that's that's pretty cool, um, and then. Uh, it was essentially that turning point in the show. It was when she got shot? Yeah, when Mayuri dies. Uh, and, like, everything gets real. Like, the co- the idea that CERN was watching them and they were going to come, like, take the, the their time machine was always there. Like, I was like, yeah, I, I bet at some point there's going to be, like, somebody's going to bust down the door and be like, we're from CERN, we need the thing. And they're going to be like, no, and they're all going to run away and it's going to be fine. But no, it's just straight up, like, one of the most realistic things. It wasn't like, you know, the all of these average people managed to run away from, like, yeah. trained gunmen <laughs> yeah. uh, and, like, escape gallantly. Like, no, it was... He actually only pretends to be a mad scientist and, yeah. and like, secret operative. And, and when faced down by a gun... He, he doesn't and, know what the fuck yeah, to do. No, like like a normal human like being. Like most would. of us. Uh, unless you're from America, I know what to do when I'm faced with a gun. Pull out my gun. Um, pull out my two guns. Yeah, pull out my two guns. Uh, but no. And uh, they pull out their four guns. No. And I pull out my eight guns. We just go by we go by exponential powers of two here in America. And I, and I believe that's how the Cold War started. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> it was just like I have a gun, and I then have we two got guns. Space. I have four guns. I'm in space now. Yeah, bitch. Uh, <laughs> so I have the Anakin. I have the high ground, <laughs> and four guns. Man, what a a gro- g- gross uh, understatement <laughs> yeah. of what the of what, what the core simplification. Yeah. 
I have one gun. I have two guns. I have four guns. I'm in space now. Yeah. That's the whole I Cold mean, War. I mean, that, that's how I remember it. Yeah. I, I mean, was alive during the Cold War. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> same here. Yeah. Uh, I'm the, John Teeter. The Red Menace is real and never forget about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just random anti-commie propaganda. Yeah, the just fucking really bomb. just sneaking it in there every show. Like There's sneaking. Just, yeah, that's a word. Very blatantly. This, co- this right show is sponsored by capitalism. Mm, can't yeah. get enough of it. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Kitty? For me, the turning point was that point at which she dies. Uh, and that's when it's like, I have no idea what's going to happen in the next 15 episodes. Yeah. Anything could happen. Quite literally anything could. Yeah. Uh, so, like... At, it was at that point where, like, I had, I had watched a couple episodes that day, and then I just went, like, I guess I'm watching the rest of the I show. I guess I'm watching the like, show. I guess I'm just, like, canceling all my plans, sitting down with some <laughs> snacks, and just crushing, like, s- 10 or 15 episodes of the show <laughs> right now. Uh, and that was when Michael texted and yeah. was like, what you doing, big boy? We ended up hanging out that night and watching, like, half of the show together. 15 to 25. Yeah. So, 10 episodes, yeah, yeah. together. Um, and I, I was just completely hooked. Uh, there was no show ever for me that's... I didn't catch that. Oh, Siri! Siri! Oh, that was super loud. But yeah, the there's not there hasn't been an anime for me that's retained my full attention for that many episodes. Undivided yeah. attention for fucking the entire No, like up until that point, like I was, you know, like doing other stuff, like responding to emails and texts and messages and stuff like that and like, you know, playing a game or two of magic while I was watching. But after that point I just Put everything down, and it was just like this is the show, um, uh, and I I couldn't stop. I thought it was incredible. The characters, the plot, the writing, the writing. <laughs> oh in my god, show, the dude. writing! And everybody feels so real, and like it, it feels like I'm getting to know all of these real people, uh, and it, it's just excellent. In yeah. my opinion. But I think the whole show is great. The time travel thing didn't get old. It didn't feel like they just went like, here's some timey-wimey bullshit. Like, yeah. here we are. That's what like, I was expecting. When, yeah. when the first episode happened, I was like, Kurzu came in and was like, I thought I saw you before. Like, what were you saying? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then when he hears, And then when he hears the scream, which makes him go back and check, it's obviously his voice actor that's doing the scream. So I'm like... Okay, it's him. And I was just expecting, it's just like, I was like, I think I figured out this show already. I think I wrote down, this is pretty clearly a time travel show? Question mark? I was like, I was very certain. I was like, I, I know what this is. It's just tropey shit and there's going to be going yeah. back through. And then it wasn't. And no. oh my god. And then the whole show seemed to be sponsored by Dr. Pepper. And then, yes. which was another thing. They all love Except Dr. they got him a Diet Coke one time, and Dr. Pepper's, I'm pretty sure, a Pepsi product. Yeah. So, Ooh. like, I don't know which side they were at. I think they were taking money from both sides. Yeah. They, they just need them sponsorship dollars. Absolutely. So, 
Yeah, what were your what were your big pluses from the show, Michael? Oh my god. Let me count the all, ways. All of it is an okay yeah. answer as long as you yeah, delve no. more into it. Fucking okay, first off, yeah, all of it. Yeah. Because first off, I thought that the number one thing for me is uh actually I don't fucking know what the number one thing is. There were so many pluses, but the big thing that's coming to mind right now is they never let the plot get boring. Yeah. They they had no issues with like wrapping up an arc in a way that you don't feel like it's like okay we're uh, I guess we're done now nothing overstayed its welcome and they just threw you right back into the action in there so we yep. finished the initial time travel discovery arc so like I count like the first I don't know 12 episodes or so as as one arc but it was necessary because even though they even though they didn't have as cl- as clear a goal I guess their goal was like what the hell does time? What the hell is time travel? What does it do? Mm-hmm. If they're fleshing out of, of time travel technology, this is still crazy weird. Yeah. So they're introducing a, pl- a plot device into the narrative. But mostly, I'm gonna argue that that us that I'm gonna say season one, quote unquote, first twelve episodes was all about making us love the characters. Oh yeah, it was full just character development arc. <laughs> and. And, and I loved I loved all the characters and, and I was falling in love with everyone and I just wanted to go hang out at the future gadget lab and, and just laugh at Okabe for being a nerd and then and just hang out with Kurosu and just like listen to her do science and then just like give Mayuri the biggest hug known to humankind because mm, she needs a big hug the biggest hug and then suddenly right as I think it probably would have started overstaying its welcome they shoot Mayuri yep and and the entire dynamic of the show changed. Like, the tone of the show changed Oh, yeah, entirely. it just goes from this happy, silly thing to just, like, this super dark show, like, so rapidly. It's like if in Baca and Test, halfway through, the pink-haired girl hung herself, and, and the rest of the show was them, like, going to counseling and emotionally dealing with that. That was, like, the equivalent of the tone shift for yeah. me. There were some like if for those dark moments in there, in, in, in a in the beginning of the show when they found out that CERN was like killing people and shit. Yeah. But like, oh my god, the set after after she dies, the entire thing, uh, is amazing. Well, I I've another thought, but keep but say what you were gonna say. I was gonna say for anybody out there, if just a, as the most blatant example I can think of is if you've ever played or watched a playthrough of Doki Doki Literature yes! Club. Yes, it was, it was similar, only not as lighthearted in the beginning. There was still some like serious yeah. talk, but it was very much just like some like, holy shit, yeah. what's happening? Like if there was just a little bit more foreshadowing in in Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah, it, it absolutely. Was, it was still just like night and day after that. Point. Oh my god, so well done. Because mm. what because what they did is that they is that suddenly the show was no longer about discovering time travel it, it it took 12 episodes and after 12 episodes it decided okay you've seen time travel enough that you buy into this narrative plot device now we need to focus the show on something else because it's no longer about convincing you that time travel is real I've, I've figured this all this shit out after my first two fingers of whiskey this is <laughs> it's all come clear now there it is so 12 episodes it's convincing you that time travel is real I, I, I guarantee, and, and that these characters are beautiful. Those mm. are the two takeaways from the first row episodes. Oh, yeah. Time travel's real, 
and I love these people. So let's shoot the carriage. Let's shoot the one we love the most. Yes. But time travel's real now, so let's go back and try to save her. And so the entire second arc becomes, time travel becomes almost, it just becomes another plot device, like driving a car between locations. Yeah. It just becomes like a, a casual reset button in this world. It's fucking, it's fucking Okabe up mentally, but it is just a regular part of this world. Yeah. Now. And it, so. This, this, it, I, I was, along that, those lines, this is the first time I've ever had a plot with time travel in it. Where I see somebody die and it still affects me. Yes. Like every other every other show that I see that has time travel, it's like, oh no, something went wrong. They'll hit the button and go back. Like, there are no consequences. Who the fucking who? Yeah. Yeah. But like this show does a great job of still making you feel yeah. like ev- like ev- not only feel like everything matters because everything does matter. Like exactly every. Every time they go back in time, it still matters, you know. Exactly, because like, because we find out that he can't just press the button and, and fix it all. Because mm-hmm. she, because no matter what he does, she still dies. So suddenly, that moment still has real weight. Yeah. And in for a narrative sense, and so he has to go back and fix it if he wants to save his friend. And he's faced a lot of really hard choices. And then at the very end, after he's finally saved his friend and like finally resolved all that, some girl comes back in time, part-time warrior, and says. You have to save her life. World War Three is gonna happen. You're like, I guess I'm fucking back in. Yeah, it's oh like, shit, here I go again. Round two. Let's, let's go. Let's go fucking back. Hello, tomato boys. This is your robot editor, Jimothy here. Because these two nerds talked for so long, this is going to be a two-part series. See you soon.